Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Mobile Rolling, and uh, we'll just make it a short, sharp, shiny episode today. Well, we'll see how we go, because our very special guest, he loves to have a chat, good mate of mine for many, many years, Terry Brown, and I thought I'd uh, ask him a little bit about our Spitfire, who's favoured in the second race here today at Globe Derby, but she was a winner on Saturday night, and she did everything right. She just uh, jumped to the front and just kept trotting and... uh, she looked like a perfect little lamb, but we know that she's not. She, she is known to gallop and make mistakes, but I thought I'd uh, find out a little bit more about how she's pulled up from Saturday night. Terry Brown joins us on the show. Good morning, Terry, and uh, congratulations on finally getting her home. Our Spitfire on Saturday night must have been a bit of a... I suppose you could take a, a sigh of relief. You got so close on many occasions, but she's finally done the job. Yeah, she has, Jimmy. Thank you. Um, yeah. I don't know about her dedication to Savage the line. She's a bit like myself. She's sort of pretty casual about Savage in the line, but the rest of it she should sort of get away from you a bit. But anyway, no, she did a good job. Um, look, if you didn't know her history and, and the horse, you just thought she was the perfect angel on Saturday night. She just jumped away nicely up the front, which is something you've been working on because, I mean, she has been out of the draw in stands and she's out of the draw in mobile, so she's known to make mistakes. But uh, it's something I've noticed that she's, she's sort of... You're teaching her well in the sense that she can usually move away from the stand pretty good nowadays. Yeah, even a silly bugger like myself can have a bit of luck sometimes, mate. Um, no, she's getting there. She, she's Look, she's the most beautiful mare to do anything with. Um, she leads on the lead good. She put her in the bike. She just drops a bit and goes around. And you put her there race day, and uh, it's a whole new dimension. My dad described females when I was a young bloke because he was a bit out there, and he, he said all females are half temperamental. And I said, only half? And he said, yeah, they're half temper and half mental. Well, she fits into that one. <laughs> but uh, but she's beautiful around the stables, are you saying? Oh, mate, just a, just a, a Barbie doll. Charlie can do whatever she likes with it, and my nine-year-old daughter, and, um, you know, anyone can do anything with her. She's just an absolute angel, you know, like we call her lucky, and she's just beautiful, just heading down the paddock now, actually, to grab her to clean her up to go today, and she's, um, she's looking at me with her ears pricked right down the end of the paddock, of course, but, you know, like, you get that on big jobs. Yeah. So she uh, she looks like she's pulled up good from Saturday night? Yeah, yeah. I was going to give her a, a bit of a jog yesterday and um, Nicholas said to me that um, that he, he'd uh, he'd probably just give her a walk. So I left it with him and I had to work and I was at work most of the day and I presume he, uh, he did that. I, I jogged a couple sort of through the middle because I worked a bit of a split shift yesterday and um, yeah, so I presume he did. I, 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 I'll be honest with you, she's ate up good and um, I'm going to have my first look at her in about a, two minutes when I get up on the rail and take a rug off her. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be right. Uh, mate, she's, she's yeah, exactly. Look, um, so so she has an open open paddock. Where is that where she lives, or, or yeah, how mate. does it work? Yeah, no, we got um, we're up here at a little place called Baggett Well, about ten minutes out of Capunda, and, and we've got thirty acres and. Um, <clears throat> She's in an acre of paddock, and she used to have her mate. Her and her mate were actually really, really good, and, and I sent her mate away, and she got the craps on with me a bit. But, um, no, she lives in an acre paddock. There's um, 
they have, they wear uh, light rugs with full combos and they've got their fly veils on and um, we sort of canvas them at night but they're out in the elements mate there's no shelters out in the paddocks and um, you know a few trees you get out of the sun that's more important than they just put their bum to the wind when it's when it's blowing and uh, and, and unpleasant so no she enjoys it and yeah, like I say, she she's sort of taken to it like a duck to water, you know. Well, just looking at her, her credentials since she's joined your stable, with, with your your wife Peter being the trainer, she's had uh, 16 starts, uh, one win, five seconds, and one third. So she's been pretty consistent, but she has galloped on six different occasions in those races. Uh, but she hasn't galloped for six starts now. So do you think she's, she's starting to get into a comfort zone and she's starting to realise this is what I should be doing? I think, think so, yeah. You know, like when, when we first got her, because um, Ryan had her before we got her, and um, he, he sort of thought she'd be comfortable coming to a smaller stable where you could sort of fiddle around and play with them a little bit, which we do. And as I say, Charlie sort of spends a bit of time playing with them and patting them and treating them like they're show ponies and that sort of seems to have suited her, you know, like in just the most beautiful mare. You wouldn't get a better mare to do anything with, you know, like just no kick, no malice, no bite, no cow. Um, she's just beautiful, you know. And I think yeah. it's starting to sort of sink into her head. Yeah. Well, she's only six years of age, so there's plenty of racing left in her for sure. Um, I, I will say this, though. I think the last time, now, Saturday night was a standing start. Today we're going back to the mobile. The last time I think she started from a mobile, I could be wrong, but uh, that was on the 1st of January, and she she galloped pretty well on dispatch. Is that a concern for today? Well, probably. She hasn't um, hasn't seen the gate, and um, I, I always work them in a bike or, or lead them. I don't put them on the jogger much, and she she hooked on the steel and just basically charged and um i didn't have a lot of control that night but since then we've put a mini bit on her and and because i tried to i tried to crescendo we, we tried sort of four or five bits on her as you can see in her form when we first got her we got her sort of going around okay and she ran a third and a fourth and um in that good race that pride of petite i went up to to have a look at uh, Caballo, who's now a fast-class trotter, and got up outside her, and then she just hooked on and said, well, we're running, and it just cost her in an $8,000 race, because I'm, I'm not saying she could have sat outside and beat her, but she should have run second, and um, and it just cost her, you know, like, and then the day they all sort of went silly at me, because she ran a 59 half, the first half, and was a long way in front, and got run down by Arnie Ethel. <clears throat> she still went very good. But the same thing, I lit a fuse up to get around Swatham's success. And um, and when I lit a fuse up, she just doesn't come back to you. Um, but she's starting to learn to. She's actually travelling in the run now and not, not wanting to fight you so much. But, like, yeah, got a mini bit on her and got her mouth shut with a figure eight and she races in her hind's hood. And she's been a bit of work, but, um, like I say, she's actually happy enough to work with you. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just well, looking at her now, mate. If she's taken any effect from Saturday night, I'm a poor judge, but I guess we both know that I am. Um, she doesn't look well. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> so she's look looking well. good. You've got her there right now, so she's yeah, happy how she's looking? Very, very happy with her, mate. Yeah, she, she, she looks a treat, and she's happy and healthy, and, um, yeah, about to uh, about to load up on the float and take our hourly uh, trip down to Globe Derby. The only problem is she'll do it on her own because uh, I've got nothing else much racing at the minute. 
Um, Dalton went to the trials yesterday and he's allowed to race again. So, you know, if we can get his standing start manners like we've been able to touch wood, get hers, um, like he, he'll be winning somewhere as well. Like he's got a, a touch of ability, but he, he's, um, he just wants to be a little bit fierce and we're sort of working on that and tried a few different things with him and, and um, nothing seems to have worked up until yesterday and, and then Nick said he was very good yesterday. So that was good, you know. All right, so follow yeah. Dalton from now on and watch oh, his, his ventures. Yeah, um, he, he can uh, work with her. He goes all right. Yeah, OK. Mm. Uh, speaking of Nick, you've got to be proud of how he's going. I mean, I, I don't know too many people that have ever driven 100 to one-shot doubles like young Nick has done. Uh, I, it, it's maybe something in history, I don't know, but uh, he, he's, he's really excelling in the sport of harness racing. He's, he's, a, good, he's a good kid, um, Jimmy, like he, he's... Nearly 19, never given us a minute's trouble. Um, just been a good kid. He doesn't get a lot of opportunities, and I think part of it's because poor Bugger's six foot three, and he's not the lightest kid around. But you know, he's not fat like like his old man is. But um, <laughs> he he um, he's he's so tall. Like you know, like they all say, how do you get so tall? Well, my lovely wife, as you know, she's not overly tall neither, and and I'm I'm sort of five foot nine. Um, and, and Peter would be five foot, five foot two or something, and Nick's six foot three, but he's got uncles on Peter's side that were big blokes, and um, there's a few uncles in that and relations on my side um, that are fairly big guys, like one played AFL football as a ruckman, you know, like, so um, he played for the Brisbane Lions, uh, Brisbane Bears, I think, when they were Brisbane Bears, my cousin, and he's six foot six, you know, like, so there's a few taller ones there, but, yeah, it's a pity because he's got good hands, he listens, he probably takes it a bit to the extreme of listening. Um, I've got to try and get through his head that when the blue light flashes, it's not all just black and white. Um, you know, like, and he's got to think for himself when he gets out there. But he, poor bugger went through the first 12, 18 months of his career and we were having a heap of problems up here with feed and I couldn't get things right. And in the last probably five to six months, we've been able to arrest that problem and, and, and we've worked out what it was and it was the old man spending too much money on them and, and overdoing things. And um, and we've sort of got them back going competitive in that. And as you know, like, because you've followed it for a long time, you've sort of been close to the stable. Um, when, I, when I sort of think I've got a few going all right, like, um, we're sort of generally around the mark, you know? Yeah, for sure. Hey, look, TK, I know you're very, uh, you're under the pump to get to the racetrack and we don't want our Spitfire to be a late uh, scratching for non-arrival, so we'll let you get on the float later up and, and thanks for your time and, and well done to yourself and your wife, Peter, for getting her home there on Saturday night and good luck today at Globe in race two. No, thanks, Jimmy, and yeah, it's good and I, I think Nick will start driving us shortly, like he, um, he should be driving them all, but he was just, because we were having a few problems with him, he said, I'll leave it to the old man and and see if two silly buggers together can sort of get one thing going. Well, we we got something happening Saturday night, so well, that was good. Yeah, good work. All right, mate, get Thanks. out of the racetrack. Good luck. Thanks, James. Have a good day, mate. I appreciate it.